And you might be... This is 007. If you're Q, does that make him R? Ah, yes, the legendary 007 wit. Or at least half of it. Here's an elite podcast bounding through Brosnan part three. The world is not enough. I'm Matt Derson. And I'm your host, John Hunt. And here's the man who saved my money. Clay Inferno. <laughs> very good. Very good. Welcome back. to uh, That was a little Dudley thanks. Moore of me. But... Is that, yeah. Oh, thanks for coming on, Clay. It's been, uh, it's yeah, been a while. Glad, uh, glad yeah. to have you. Haven't, you know, I mean... We were wondering Thanks. if you're going to come back since we've hired you, but we're good, good to know. <laughs> Thanks so for taking you, the time out. I'm going to do the here. Piers Morgan and just like, what if, I, I can't do this. I'm out of, I'm out of here. I'm, I'm out of here. I can't do this. <laughs> then I'm going to do the Piers Brosnan where, uh, where I get fired after the fourth one. Was he, he wasn't fired, was he? He wasn't asked back. I know, but that's not. <laughs> he was sort of like, he was a little like, what the hell's going on? Sorry, and Dalton I was, I refused it, right? So Dalton, yeah, Dalton was like, "Yeah, look, at, he said I'll come back for a third one." And he's like, "Well, you got to come back for a third one. You got to do another three or something like that." And he's like, "Nah, nah, that's okay." I mean, Pierce Brosnan was—I uh, don't want to say he's getting old, but he was, you know, I mean, still look good in the in the last couple. I I would argue yeah. he looks the best in this one. And you yeah. know, but tri- trivia style, he did have a whole decade to himself as James Bond. The yeah, 90s well, in terms of Brosnan. He had, yeah, the the actual numbered decade to himself, yes. Right. Well, no, I mean, he looked fine. I'm not, but I mean, I don't know. By the time Casino Royale came out, it would have been however many, I mean, it was years later. So. It was, well, he would, that would have only been 11 years of him as James Bond. Oh, well, son of a bitch. Roger Moore anyway. for 73 years. So, I mean. All right. Well. This one, the world is not enough. We, I just want to start right off the bat. This was the last appearance of Desmond Llewellyn as Q, who was thirty-six years of in James yeah, Bond. He played Q all to himself for thirty-six years. Yeah, seventeen films, and he died 36. in a car accident. I thought he would have yeah. died yeah. of old age, but and not I saw this age. thing pop up today, and I was like, oh gosh darn it! God bless him. No, I yeah. remember John. Like, um, I remember you um, telling um, me that. After. Yeah. yeah, he was ready to do the next one, and yeah. uh, he said he was going to come back. Yeah, which is weird though, because they were introduced. They didn't. Yeah, I know. It does seem like they were like they, yeah. they knew that it probably was wasn't going to be appearing for a whole lot longer. And it's uh, still an old guy. Like John Cleese is still even old then. You know, yeah. he's older now, but he was old then. It's not like the <laughs> the new Q in in the Daniel Craig movies, right? I mean, he's he's very young, which I like. I like that. I like this. It was sad because, like, I don't even feel like this was the best Q scene as far as like the banter and the gadgets. You know what I mean? Like, well, John Cleese t- takes all of that and anything, right? All attention, all eyes on John Cleese, and he does some physical comedy. I feel like and it's John Cleese is like in a different movie, you know, at that he's, part. 
Yeah, it's it's, it's like, like a naked super, gun movie. Yeah, it's like super slapstick. Yeah, like, uh, it's very oh, weird. Really, that goddamn coat, like seriously, I thought it was bad in Tomorrow Never Dies when he had that very specific buzzsaw that came out of the hood ornament that would only cut a cable right. going across at that particular height. You have a particular need for this coat once, but any other time right. would be impractical. You have to get an avalanche. This is the coat for you. Well, yeah, you should check out some of the Roger Moore ones then because they get specific in those ones too. Well, I'm sure we will. But yeah, I mean, that, that's fine. I mean, I, I, I get it. I mean, that's kind of par for the course for James Bond, but just, yeah, yeah the thing in the, co- the coat in the door that's what I thought you meant by the coat. The coat in the door. It's, it's yeah. He's just it's too it's too Leslie Nielsen. Oh, yeah. It's too so broad. Yes, it's more broad. But that's uh, why you never caught Desmond Llewellyn doing stuff like that. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so pour one out. That's Desmond. my lunch. Somebody give me a drink. But I do. It is kind of funny at the end when he says, "Always have an escape plan," and he kind of just like. Shh, but that's the last you see of him. You know, I wish he went I'm out on a high. Him in, into his grave. Yeah, literally. I mean, it's uh, one thing I was listening to uh, some podcast or something I was listening to, uh, they were talking about that scene. And he's like, in the theater, I was with my friend, and the person went, creepy. <laughs> I mean, in a way, it's it's a nice moment because he says, I've been trying to teach you, Debler 7. You know, always, I forget what never the other let one was. Bleed and yeah, always have an escape let's... plan. That's right. It's nice. It's a nice line to go out on. The creepy, yeah, it is a little creepy when it gets lower to ground. And lit, but like I said, it's not my favorite Q no, it's, scene. It's not the best Q scene by far. It's not the best one. Uh, Goldfinger, I think that's his best Q scene. Yeah, I mean he's got a lot of great scenes, but that one is not the best. And it's sad that it has to go out on that note. But I mean, what are you gonna do? I mean, we didn't know. Well, you know, what? I figured it's appropriate because they were sort of like, "We're you're, you're retiring." Blah, blah. No, I'm not. Maybe yeah. I am. Uh, I got my awesome fishing boat. Anyway, what let's yeah, right. let's let's talk about the rest of this movie because we're talking about Q for a really long time. Although I'd like to point out Q's crazy eyebrows. Oh, I did. I I'll, I'll just point out that the video release was dedicated to Desmond Llewellyn and had a little montage at the end, or you know, you can a little watch trip. his eyebrows through the years. Yes, you can watch them grow <laughs> thirty six years. That is a long time to play anybody. Can you believe that? 36 and, years. Yeah, wow. and he was, Not that he didn't do anything else, but still. He's, and he's terrible at learning his lines and stuff. And But hey, we all loved him. He was the yeah. best. Like we, Everybody looked forward to the Q scene. The Q scene. I know. It's iconic. Yeah. So here you, here's to you, Desmond. I'm going to. 20 something years play. later. Yeah. Just 22 years. Yeah. About 99. Michael Asset so, died in, was it 2020 or 2020? It was yeah. recently, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Been within the last year. Huh. I thought I remembered seeing that name now that now that you mentioned it. He had directed, he was famous for directing those Seven Up movies. Where you make Seven Up yours. Those, where you, you know, where they follow people for every seven years or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I don't think Up like Yours Dr. was. The, yeah, don't you remember <laughs> that commercial, right? It's like. <laughs> Nick seven up yours, up yours yeah. too, buddy. See, it's catching on. But yeah, so they had like seven up and fourteen and twenty-one. Not I think 21. he did um, twenty. <laughs> twenty-one. He died on January seventh, too, of two oh, thousand. How about that? This year. Oh, Rest in he peace. did. Didn't he do Nell as well? He did Nell and Gorillas in the Mist and a couple I of, of Gorillas in the Mist. 
And he did a lot of HBO shows and stuff. He did episodes of Rome and Ray Donovan, which I don't think is actually HBO now that I think of it. That's like I Showtime, can't. but yeah. Show, whatever. Netflix, One of those. Rome. Yeah. A lot of good stuff. And he. Did and his wife did an uncredited uh, rewrite of this movie at one point. Oh, really? Yeah. It's uncredited. How did we know that she actually did? Because uh, she told me while I was <laughs> Skyping <laughs> with her earlier. Wow. <laughs> anyway, they You're called this one 007. Is this thing on? Oh, oh, oh it works. <laughs> also, I mean, I, I like Robert Carlyle in, in this movie. Just about anything. Of course, he's Begbie from Train Spotting. Yeah. Or he's most yeah, and the the full Monty probably be the the two yeah. one the two roles that he's best known for. Indeed, indeed. Oh yeah, he's, he's good in this. Uh, he's who uh, the fuck are you? Oh, fucking sixteen then. <laughs> like they're negotiating the the drug deal, and like I can't. I'm afraid I can't go higher than fifteen, like twenty. Well, that kind of ties in with James Bond because Danny Boyle was supposed to direct No Time to Die, and left because of creative differences we would have seen no time to die at this point oh. there hadn't been creative differences you know, like he's left a few movies because of creative differences mm. sure, how and i'm gonna say that the second train spotting movie is Oof. not good no, it's not that good no. <laughs> i like that movie i thought it was pretty good definitely it just seemed unnecessary there was no point to do a second train spotting movie yeah, I mean, Sherlock and Obi-Wan go around doing stuff, and then Renard is fine. He's got a, a dopey son or something. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. And the guy that shit himself in the first movie becomes a success. Right. Yeah. yeah. And there you go. Of course, Sophie Marceau, the sort of the evil Bond girl, spoiler warning, if you haven't seen this movie, she's, warning. she's, she's kind of a seductress as well. She's like, I can get men to do anything. Well, that's, that's the whole point. That's the, yeah. that's, I like it. that's the twist on Renard. Is right. that everyone's like, Renard's the bad guy. And it turns out she was the one that was controlling Renard in the end. And she pretty much just wears that robe the entire movie it must have been very comfortable <laughs> set she never really had to get in costume she just had to literally wear this robe that was it so good for her but obviously judy dench came back and she was actually i feel like i don't know if this is because this is after she won the oscar or what but she has a very prominent role in this one yeah i'm pretty know. sure that that's the case uh yeah. i mean there are little shades of skyfall i think in this with the judy like judy dench's character having more to do and M being more involved in the plot and and them being in that Scottish castle thing. Yeah. You know, I thought a little bit. I was like, oh, yeah. there's a tunnel. I, I mean, I know that wasn't Skyfall, but I was I could picture it kind of. They were very similar sets. That was apparently this used in Highlander. Well, how about there that, huh? Drop a little knowledge there. They could only use it in one. Of course, Highlander um, had Sean Connery, who was that's true. James Bond. So it all comes back around again. So, and now, of course, we're talking about the cast. Everyone's going to pick on Denise Richards. And I'm just oh. going to say, oh, I'm gonna yes, she's her. not good, but she, she also, yeah, no. she was miscast. But it's not a well-written part either. Like, I don't if really it, even it, think. I, it is no. not as though I haven't watched James Bond movies with bad Bond girls in it before. It was View to a Kill is, uh, is uh, she's... That's a terrible one. So I I don't even care. I just go, uh, all right, she's not good. And I just move on. 
I kind I mean, of it's... like Denise Richards. I, I used to watch her show, and I she thought that like... she was like, I don't know, just she's, she seems like a like a cool person or something. I, heard I don't know. Someone in one of the comment sections of the James Bond things I was watching as my research said that they met her a few years ago and asked about like if she was dressed as Lara Croft on purpose, and she yeah. said, "Wouldn't surprise me." If no, that was the I case. read that she yeah. was. And, I forget and, the. And she the was reason. very pleasant. So. No, I'm sure she is. She was on one of those shows, like I can't, like the Real like Housewives, one of those Real like Housewives type of things or whatever. And she seemed like a whatever. It, yeah, I mean, it was, like it's you know, complicated with Denise Richards. No, but she was also on one of those other shows, like The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, oh, or one of those not. types of shows. I don't know for like a, a season. No, yeah, it, but you know, and she just she was I don't know as as normal as those people get, I guess. But obviously, to me, she's, she looks like a J. Scott Campbell drawing come to life. She, she kind of <laughs> it was like she's like the facial right? features just looked exactly like if J. Scott Campbell could create a human being. It'd be Denise Richard. But I mean, I cannot give her a pat. You guys are like, well, she stinks. But I mean, I, it's bad. Like, it takes me completely out of the movie. Her line reading is Durst and the Firestarter-esque. It is so bad. She looked, she seems like she's literally trying to remember what to say every single time. Like, she's so bad. I cannot get past it. She stinks. I'm sorry. <laughs> wow. I'm sure she's a nice person completely miscast like she says james it's too risky like you know what i mean like it's so bad it's it's like trying to disarm the bomb there so she's like but wait i can disarm it right like that's what i mean like it's noticeably bad to me i don't think that this movie nor the one we just watched before this needed to be two fucking hours long you could easily have cut a half hour out of this movie i'm gonna say something about this movie when i first saw it i hated it back in 1999. I almost was like, I'm going to just write off James Bond. It reminded me too much of Roger Moore. The tone is kind of all over the place in terms of Bond himself is kind of in, like kind of angry and gritty. But then you've got, you've got, you know, the exploding jacket surrounding John Cleese. And, and then, the, of course, the famous line at the end of the movie. And you go like, oh, God. But I'm going to say this. Spoiler for the end of this podcast. I have grown to really like it after watching it last night. I was like, wow, it was really hard on this movie. I was really enjoying it. Well, uh, I mean, there are, there, and I, I mean, there are, there are some things in there that we, we can get to that I will point out that I'm like, mm-hmm. all right. Okay, I also we'll, we'll get really, into it. I really enjoyed this movie because I felt like I was watching G.I. Joe. It was like a G.I. Joe movie. There was a cool thing with the, with his submarines and it was like G.I. Joe weapons and and skidoos all over the place. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I was like along for the ride when I was watching this movie. I enjoyed it thoroughly. Oh, boy, we're jumping ahead to our final thoughts. And that's already. the end. Yep. Yeah, thanks. Now you right, know. Let's get into the beginning. So the opening is good. three episodes in a week. You can't expect much out of us now. Let's start off with the opening. This is a long-ass opening. It's for the James longest pre-credits. Yeah. About 14 minutes. Yeah, it's pretty long. It's like West Street, but uh, this this is probably. I mean, it's almost the highlight. I think uh, it is the, the best part of the movie. movie. <laughs> yeah, it's well done, and of, of course, the famous. I've talked about it before the famous adjusting the tie underwater bit. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's classic James Bond. There's and I, you know, he's chasing on the like this woman right, on the boat. On. I really should. Uh, t- right. He's he's retrieving money 
right. for what's his Richard, what, king. What's that? king? I can't remember what his first name is. Sir Richard, I think. I Sir think Richard it was. King. I was going to say Richard King Richard's Fair, and you know, Sir Richard the, King. Yeah, Richard. and there's the the cigar girl that everyone's like, you know, around, yeah. and you know, he gets the money. He jumps out of a window. He brings it back to MI6, and there's like this stuff on it that when they the King Richard goes near the money, it it blows up, and Bond only sees that because he had handled ice cubes and the ice cube and the reaction from touching the money and the thing, yeah. which I felt was very unBond-like. He would use tongs to put ice in I his know, drink. I know, just for touching those things. Not yeah. in this, not in this century. Yeah. Just Plus, that. you got to put the ice in first and pour the alcohol over it. You don't just yeah. throw ice in. Yeah, but, you know what? I'm willing to give Denise Richards a pass. Then <laughs> I'm willing to go. Okay, he he used his hands to put the ice in, and then that leads to an all-out boat chase. Which yeah. I don't know why that woman is there. Well, you know. she's she's got a gun. You know, she's ready to. But why? Yeah, but I don't why? know. They already well, because I guess I don't know why. The guy's dead. He blew up. I know, but she all. Well, we find out later that they also were trying to kill him. Yeah. She wanted him to die too. Seems like so there's maybe... a better way than hanging out in your boat and hoping that she'll peer out a <laughs> hole in the side of the wall. Hey, it was a good excuse to have a cool boat chase. Yeah. With I'm, a, with uh, a, and I'm willing to go lady. with it. Yeah. Yeah, the, the boat chase is fun. I, I mean, you got to like love one of boat the chases. only action scenes ever shot on the Thames. Oh, how about that? So I mean, the idea is boat scenes in movies always have to have the boat go on land. It's amazing. Well, yeah, you got to do that. Yeah. Why else have a boat scene if it's going to, what, in the water? <laughs> There's nothing to do in the water. It's just water. <laughs> Land has got stuff. Well, you can go underwater like he did, which is very cool. His they were originally going to cut that so that it was when he jumped out of he the He jumped building. out the window. That's when, yeah, that's when they were going to cut Everybody it was like, like well, you can't, you can't, that, that's nothing. That's just he jumps out of a window. Yeah, you're going to yeah. do it underwater. It's not even like sending a rental car back into the... Avis rent the, rent the car <laughs> office. Like, I don't know, but it's fun. Like you said, and they, they go on. And then, uh, oh, the, the other funny part, the boat that Bond takes is Q's boat. And yeah. Of course, he's like, it's not finished. And yeah, he's all pissed boat. off about that. But it's like, everyone, shouldn't you be evacuating the building, Q, instead of being like, oh, Dags, never, he took my boat. Yeah, he's all like, I was going fishing. But anyways. And then they go. They end up. The chase ends up at that's apparently the Millennium Dome, which yeah. was getting ready for the the big two thousand New Year's thing. So there was apparently a line that they cut where M or somebody said something. Well, that dome finally had some use or something like that. But uh, interesting. I do like the idea that so Bond, he's the lady is trying to get away in a hot air balloon, which is yeah. Also good. that stunt where they drive the boat up onto the shore and then he jumps out. Like they only have a very short amount of time because of the tide at that thing. And it took him something like six days to shoot it. Jeez. Wow. Yeah. For, for like four seconds of film, you know? So yeah, she's trying to get away on his, on his hot air balloon and bond is dangling from it. And she's going to blow up the the tanks because there's no way she's getting away. There's helicopters and everything. And he's like, no, wait, not from him. Her line delivery isn't great either, but that's okay. <laughs> but she only has one line, I suppose, to Denise Richards, who's in half the movie. But yeah, so she blows up the thing, and Bond falls, lands on the Millennium Dome, and he, he catches his arm on one of the, the things, which is actually, a, I, James Bond rarely gets injured. Yeah. 
So it's actually right. a good thing. I did like that. For all the shit and that, that this guy takes. Yeah, and that injury kind of comes and goes throughout the movie whenever it the story does. needs it. <laughs> whatever, right, whenever it plays into the story. Otherwise, he's totally fine. Yeah. Otherwise, he's hanging off of stuff. Like, which when I had a broken shoulder, there's no way I could have hung off of my uh, broken arm. <laughs> yeah, like just, just sliding along with a crowbar across. I was like, oh, the arm feels pretty good right now. Huh? Yeah. But, you know, hey, when it's a plot point, it works. But yeah, and then, then finally there's the song. I, we usually give it a few minutes to the song. Uh, All right, garbage. Uh, that's, that's boy, poetic. you really didn't like it, huh? No. Oh, I, actually, I feel it's not a terrible song. It's okay. It's pretty I good. Suppose, I mean, it's fine. Going by these last three, it's the best of the. Uh, yeah, it's the best of the three. The I best think. of garbage, the garbage. Did not write the song. No, no, they performed it. David Arnold probably Which wrote is it. A right? little bit yes. different. Yes, yes. Let's say you're Chris Cornell's or you're Jack White, but it's not very different from like the lat the Cheryl Crow song or the the what you, what's her name Tina Turner Goldeneye, which she didn't write that either. But I mean, they all kind of sound the same. That's that's my. That's They're my... all trying to do Shirley Bassey. Yeah. What it comes down to, but I think it is the best of the Brosnan songs. Of, yeah, of these I agree. Movies. Right. I like the, the Madonna song. That band is... rules. The Madonna what's song. That, what's that guy? Uh, What's the guy the name's drummer? The drummer's name, I mean, Vig, something or other. Butch Vig. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. Yeah. I think he like okay. recorded Nirvana and stuff. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, he's the drummer, but he's also a, a producer, engineer type guy. Oh. So yeah, I mean, it, it's fine. It's better than the last. Like two. this is probably the most '90s of the Brosnan Bonds because you've got Garbage, which was big at the time, and Denise Richards, who was big at the time. You know, yeah. So it's yeah. very '90s, and they keep making mention. Well, they don't keep making mention. It's a Millennium Dome, and at the end, John Cleese mentions the Y2K bug. Oh yeah, right, right. Yeah. They could have done way on. more with that. I'm glad. They yeah. Did. yeah, I'm glad they didn't. It would really, <laughs> but but. It, it's it's okay to have it in there twice to be like this is happens in 1999. That's fine. Right. Establishing stuff. Casual. And uh, yeah. and the computer screens are touch screen, even though they're. I, know. <laughs> I, know. I like that. And then like you know when you touch it, it's blink, blink. yeah. Imagine if your phone did that every time you touch it. It's like blink blink. <laughs> Damn, how do I turn this off? Yeah, I mean, I kind of feel like they're trying to figure out who the, who killed this this. Because this person, Bond finds out that it was a friend of M's, or sort of, because she locked the, the the files and he couldn't get to it, you know. So she has, because she has a personal, you know. Because they, they, yes, she had advised him when, right. when his advised daughter advised him was. financially, if you know what I mean. If you know what I mean. <laughs> Is there? I mean. Did they used, to, they used to study law together. Right. If they, you know what I mean. She does make a reference at one point. She says, as a mother. If you know what I mean. Yeah. Whose line is it anyway, Skit, where you all just speak in, you know, <laughs> as a pretty big Johnson, if you know what I mean. So anyways, yeah, so Bond wants on the case, but he's because he has his shoulder injury. Yeah, so he's he goes not. down to Nurse Sexy. There's, I mean, she's got, got a really what's her name warm like flesh or something, or something like, yeah. like <laughs> the most james bond yeah. name there is cindy fleshlight <laughs> like a, a lot of vagina but apparently let me see this is the woman i read something and i'm trying to find it where i where i read it 
this woman was uh, refused the body double, decided to do on her own. Just Molly Warm Flash. Yeah. Warm Flash. Okay. I thought it was Flesh, which would have been way worse. Serena Scott Thomas. Yeah. So, anyways, Bond uses his masculine wiles, I guess you could call them, in a way. <laughs> to, you know, not uh, to just give get a clean bill of health, even though his shoulder yeah, is... Apparently, <laughs> they, they'd had a little thing before, because she's like, you got to promise to call me this time. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, nobody double for her. Good for her. She's like, I'll do it. I'll be in my undies. That's my butt. So anyways, he's on the case. And, you know, since he, he kind of very easily cracks the, the idea that the ransom money, the $5 million ransom that was put up for Electra King when she was kidnapped is the exact same amount of money that he was getting for. It seemed, uh, it seemed like it was pretty easy. Yeah, it's like, oh, so you, you, all you had to do was type in what's the exchange rate for $5 million. And it was so like, anyway, so M's like, all right, W7. And that's can, the twist of the yeah. movie. Yeah, right. So she sends Bond to watch over Electric King, who, of course, they end up sleeping together. But she's the one who pushes. Bond is kind of like damaged or something. I don't know. Well, <laughs> you know, it's kind of, he's, you know, whatever. So she's building a pipeline for the oil. The yep. family's pipeline. Mine. Mine. I like they go to a casino and Robbie Coltrane's character's back. Valentine. You didn't even mention character. the whole ski thing yet. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought that was after this. All right. So they go skiing. Because there's a really cool shot. It's a model shot. And you wouldn't know it of him when he's driving through the oil fields. And then it turns from desert into the uh, trees and stuff. That's a model shot there because there's no actual oh. geography that looks like that. So I was always very impressed that I didn't catch that. Interesting. Very, very well. Yeah. All right. I'm sorry I skipped there over the. I dropped some knowledge on you. Well done. So there is a fun scene, yeah, with the where he they're skiing and then there's yeah. parahawks. Is that what they call yeah. them? Like, yeah, the Terrahawks, my favorite show by Jerry. Ann. Oh, parahawks. <laughs> parahawks. Um, I would like to I mean. say something. Go ahead. Go on. Okay, I will say something. About the action scenes in this movie. It's as though they got someone that didn't really know how to film action scenes. You know? (laughs) (laughs) Everything is very... Even Mrs. Elder was sort of like, yeah, it just kind of seems like everyone's going... Like, no one's hurrying. Everything's kind of slow. And they're just kind of like, okay. You know, the scene... The ideas are cool. But the execution is very, it's like, I don't know what it, in the next movie, that goes the the exact opposite direction, where everything's like ramped up to a billion. But in this movie, it just seems like the action scenes are kind of at a black, sadistical pace. I I agree. I also think that whoever did the sound effects, like every punch sounds like it's just, it's not a movie punch. It sounds like it's just, you're just kind of like, instead of like, push, like it's like a big. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's kind of a letdown, especially at the end in the submarine. But everywhere there's like, I don't know, the sound effect. Whoever this Foley artist was, I don't know. I don't know. Dave Foley. Oh, I, don't know. I agree that, yeah, the actions, it's not the greatest execution. Is all. Yeah, yeah, especially in that the caviar scene. And he gets in his car and he's like backing up slowly. <laughs> Thank God the music is good because it's making me right. feel like at least something should be happening that really isn't. But. As this this scene's pretty good. So apparently there. So one of the the, the parahawks he kicks it off the the edge, 
and he's all like, ha ha ha. Uh, yeah, he's all smug. I love that. But... He even gives like a, a line. I yeah, forget. He's like, I'll see you back at the lodge. Oh, yeah, yeah. And but then, then like, there, there's like a parachute. Like apparently that was based on a stunt in another Bond movie that went oh, awry. Oh. Did you, yeah, I don't remember now where that was. Again, I lost my notes. This is where I, I really like this movie. Is these kinds of things. I just really thought it was vehicle spectacular. Let's take a ski doo and put a parachute on it, and a lot of guns and rockets. Like it really did feel like some sort. It of is like a GI Joe fantasy. Yeah. And I was just, that was even, that was what they even I was looked riding. like they could be Cobra troopers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. totally. Totally. And the, and the, and at the beginning with the uh, submarine boat too. Like right. Just totally GI Joe. And did they, is that the only part where they're at MI6 is when, is that the beginning there? Yeah. The rest of the time they're at the, the castle. Well, check this out. They almost didn't let them shoot there. And one of the, the, the foreign secretary, Robin Cook said, after all, Bond has done for Britain. It was the least we could do for Bond. Excellent yeah. imitation. That was, yeah, that's exactly how. Yeah, I did agree that. And it was the spy who loved me was the Bond. Oh, was, that's what uh, I thought. Yeah, but yeah. I didn't think that stunt went awry. I thought it was. It, no, uh, well, so no, it was the. It was the the camera when sliced the when he sliced the can you know the canopy with the ski. Yeah, that is uh, almost the same way that Rick Sylvester was almost killed. Uh, uh, well, there we go. Bond yeah. is good at recycling stuff, just like we are at recycling <laughs> stuff for the Secret Monkey. That's right. But it's it, it is a good line because like, he does his smarmy line, and then the bad guy doesn't die, which is actually yeah. very uh, just a nice twist on. The- you know what else is funny about that is that later on, when they introduce Renard and like the old sweaty lackey George Went type guy. He's like, we should abandon the thing. People are asking questions. We lost the the sky thingies and stuff. And now we got yeah, people. That guy's start- pretty bad too. He's Denise Richards' bad. Yeah. Anyway. Well, he gets shot. So yeah. for his Thank badness. <laughs> for his badness. <laughs> they really killed him on set. Yeah, he's pretty horrible. Now I'm all fucked up. I don't even remember. Well, what then, happened. then the avalanche happens. He uses his special jacket. They encases them and saves them. She starts freaking out. Because she's like, oh, I'm scared, I'm scared, because it's just like... I was the ready for the slap. I was ready for the uh, the airplane slap. <laughs> a, bunch of, a bunch of James Bonds behind him. We're getting ready to slap him. Get a hold of yourself! But, I mean, you so know, then, nice. they, then they go back to her place. He goes right. to the casino. Then you're at Robbie Coltrane. Yeah, okay. I just wanted to get to Robbie Coltrane. I don't know. just but wanted anyway. to get to the guy from Harry Potter. The and guy from Nuns on the Run. <laughs> That's all I keep. That's all I think of. You call this going straight? Oh yeah. Before you get to Robbie Coltrane, I have to interject because I watched the the director's commentary, and this guy was so cool, man. He just was just so British. It almost sounded like uh, what's that Steve Coogan character, Alan Partridge? He almost sounded like Alan Partridge doing his director's commentary. He's like. This was an RAF's offices mess. You can see how the RAF really lived it up. Not bad. And it was just so funny. Like, how he said it. He's like, the RAF are really living it up. Not bad. It was the most British thing I'd ever heard. Anyone Is that what he said? How did Britain, like, take over the world? You know? <laughs> They're, like, so... There was nobody so... else. I think yeah, that I was so. the only thing. They were the only ones. Oh, Easy to take I... over the world. There's no one else around. Yeah. You in Spain, Spain yeah. basically it. Tasty people <laughs> with bad teeth. I don't get it. You know, yes, they're funny. You know, they're funny guys and women. They're funny people. They're a funny race. 
race, whatever they are. They're, not a race. They're pasties. Yes. <laughs> but uh, anyways, yeah, the scene in the casino, it is kind of, it's weird. And I, I guess because I forgot the, the twists, really, I was like, oh, that was weird. You know what I mean? She bets a million dollars on a one card draw, high card, and she doesn't win. So, but it's. I've done that at least six times. Uh, first time I did it was when I was on a cruise in Bermuda, and oh. I came oh, up big. You're not. I thought you were joking. I am joking, but I was on oh. a cruise in Bermuda, and I was there was a was a casino on our ship, and I did play trivia, and I answered the correct. I gave the correct answer when Rares of the Lost Ark came out. So you didn't bet a million dollars. It's it. almost the same. What do you guys but think I mean, of the X-ray glasses? I thought that was oh, like yeah. pretty fun. Yeah. That was yeah. pretty fun. Yeah. Because everyone's everybody's carrying, everybody's got a gun. Everybody's got Even a the gun. Girls with the and every girl is wearing like you know halter. What do they call those? Not halters. What do they call those? Garters. Garters. Garter. Thank you. Just like in real life. Yeah. yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Three guns <laughs> and you know stocking and garter and bra. Yeah. Yeah, bra. Yeah, no one wears bra. But I mean, it's. You know, whatever. It's good to see a character, you know, because he was in Goldeneye. Now he's back, you know, so that's in the end of the run, as you pointed out. So yeah. uh, that's canon for James Bond. So anyway, I don't even really remember what that scene like, it, you know, some questioning. It's it's kind of just like, you know, connecting the dots and all that and, and whatever. I feel like this is where the movie kind of starts to just like drag a little bit. I I stayed invested for a while in this one this time around. I don't know why. I was invested until, like, okay, so yeah, this is what happens. He goes, and when we meet Denise Richards, I feel like the movie, not just because she's not good, I feel like the movie starts to tail off at this, at that point. I feel it tails off a little later than that. I still like the scene where he's pretending he's actually being a spy, you know? That's that's true. And, you know, he shoots the guy who's Electra's, you know, security guy who's working with Renard. And uh, then he takes on his, you know, he's like, well, I'll just impersonate this guy. And then he goes on. Yeah, to like He doesn't know what he's doing. I like him and, impersonating that guy. And they're like, he's 65 years old. He's the wrong guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I also like the thing. They're like, did you bring the stuff? And he's like, and he's like, I got my bag right here thing. And they're like, let's see them. You know, and yeah. he has no idea what's in the duffel bag and it's sneakers. And then, then yeah. the next scene is all of the, all these bald guys. In their jumpsuits on a plane wearing brand new sneakers. I kind of feel like he was looking around thinking, should I be bald? Did you bring the grease? He's like, yeah, I brought the grease. So that was was it. Sneakers. It is pretty interesting. You're right. And he throws, he's like, all right, time to get ready. And he's kind of looking around like, what am I supposed to do? (laughs) And he's kind of like, oh, make sure you bring the ID. So he has to go in the bathroom and like cut his ID up so he can put his picture on there. I mean, that's, that was, that was a nice touch. Yeah, and and I liked this where 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 Denise Richards is introduced, and she's my name's Doctor Christmas Jones. Don't make any jokes, because then he's like, I don't know any doctor jokes. Yeah, and that's funny. That's funny because normally he would make a joke, you know, meets a woman with a funny name, and he has to, you know, but which essentially she's named that for just one joke at the end of the movie. <laughs> exactly because i love her name is christmas jones she's got the most boring last name in the world maybe her parents were like well look we gotta do something we got a boring last name <laughs> i look at your brother's name thanksgiving <laughs> your cousin's you gotta, named arbor day yeah you, you know? got an easter <laughs> you gotta do something but anyways my um, mother was named flag day so 
So, yeah, like, but that's where we meet Robert Carlyle. And and he's, you know, he. Well, technically, you met him in the scene where he establishes that he doesn't have pain. As we were talking about in the last movie, but that had all gotten cut. They recycled it, much like Durson and John would recycle stuff for the secret monkey. Yeah. And they did. And they really don't do anything with it. He's got a bullet lodged in his head that's moving towards his brain that makes him stronger and it makes him not feel stuff. Yeah, he doesn't. But it doesn't really do anything in this movie other than he holds a hot rock and uh, punches his fist (laughs) uh, like a glass. He's going to get stronger every day until he dies. (laughs) I know. It's like I don't. He didn't get any stronger. And then in that fight scene at the end, he's going like. Oh, as he's getting punched, I was like, I, I don't think he'd be doing that if if he can't feel anything. He wouldn't be like, oh, oh, when you're getting punched in the face. Right. There is that scene when he's in bed with what's her name later. Yeah. Uh, Sophie Marceau, the Electra, like where he's like, she's like, he's caressing her and he's like, oh, you're so warm. And she's like, how would you know? So I, I thought they were going somewhere kind of with that. And they never did. It just it means that he can't get it up anymore. Well, I mean, I think it means sort of emotionally it doesn't matter to him because he can't feel it anyway. I don't know. I don't know whether because they didn't go anywhere with it. It just it, they just dropped it. I thought they were going somewhere where she was like, no, I don't really What's love you. What's the point in living if you can't feel alive? Right. Right. I guess that is the line that makes Bond understand. Yeah. So this is the thing, I guess, in this scene, he says some lines and he knows that Bond's shoulder is, is injured because he grabs it and you know and stuff. So this is what tips Bond off that Electra is is not what she seemed. Yeah, and there's a it's like a slow action. It, like the action is slow. Yeah, but they steal some some nuclear warhead or something, and right. And that part where she's like, "You got a name," and he's like, "Bond." Shoots the thing so that their elevator goes up because of the thing, but goes really slow in the yeah. And meanwhile, the flames are coming up like right behind them, but it's all going so slow. Yeah, it is going slow. (laughs) But yeah, James Bond and whatever they get out and yeah. Then I yeah I forget where the movie goes after this. Click you help us out. Then they go to the pipeline thing. Oh yeah, yeah. Another helicopter uh, ride. Yeah. Yes. And then they get to the pipeline and they have to get in that little pod. Yes. In a, a very CG-esque pod. Because <laughs> there's a bomb in there that Elector's right. planned to make it look like she's the victim again. And then they let it detonate, Bond and uh, Christmas. Christmas let it detonate. So it <laughs> makes it they're like, now everybody thinks we're dead. Which again, they don't go anywhere with has that. Nothing has no bearing on the rest. Because of the then movie. later on, when they're like, like the, the Robert Carlyle's guy sees Bond just had just like left his car right out there in the in the he, he parked in like the fucking handicap spot. Yeah. yeah. So so the thing blows up. They think Bond's dead, and then Electra's like, "Here, Emma, I got something for you." And she gives her dad's pin that the, one that the real up. one, not the one yeah. that blew up. And she's like, oh, "This is not kind of the time for this shit." And she's like, "Yeah, yeah no, take it." take it and she opens it and she's like this is fucking weird and then she's like now everybody's gonna get shot in here and we're taking you and we're taking you captive yeah they take m captive yep which is i think tanner and the other guy walked out of the room at that part yeah 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 because we gotta bring those guys back well what's his name who's what's the name of the guy that drove them to the pipeline thing that that Uh, guy anyways 
Jeff. Jeff. No, Scott Pemberton. Scott. Anyways, another inside joke. We'll recycle that one at some point. Anyways, so, so yeah. yeah, I mean, like they lock M up, and then after the the pipeline blows up, then they go to the Robbie Coltrane's caviar factory, and then the giant helicopters with saw blades on them that yeah, they showed cut the cheese earlier in a scene because right. that's you know a Chekhov's law. Yeah. You could, you I was thinking the Chekhov's law was about also about the caviar. I was like, oh, there, he's like, well, I have my own problem. caviar factory. Yeah. You're yeah. Dr- yeah. drowning yeah. in it. You girls get out of here. <laughs> that's that's law one and seven. If you talk about caviar in right. scene 36, it has to pay off in scene 43. <laughs> and if you have helicopters with giant saw blades on them, and that's Again, this could be a cool action sequence, but everything's moving slow. Yeah, and like, like at, at, at no point, even though that thing is just kind of flying around after him, at no point does Bond just jump in the water to get away from it. No, like, he's, I mean... he, he's almost running in the way. Uh, <laughs> and the scene where, where like the blades go flying off everywhere and Robert Coltrane is like, Robert, who am I talking about? The fat guy. Yeah, Robbie Coltrane. Yeah. Uh, he's like, oh, he's so awkward looking. He just looks like, he looks like <laughs> yeah. you know, those, those those things that they put out in front of used car things that are like, oh, that just the inflatable with- tube men. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking of when Bond is running and the, the helicopter saw is coming after him. I was like, oh, this is like old James Bond with the laser like coming up to his dick. Yeah. The <laughs> next one's got even more lasers. And he kind uh, of is because literally he's just laying there, like in the in that one, and now in this one, he might as well just be just laying there because, like, when he's in the car, like, yeah, yeah he's, he backs up, he just runs up the stairs, kind of nonchalantly. Yeah, car slowly I mean, like, moves forward to meet him. He gets in, turns it on. It won't he calls turn an over. Uber. He's got, he's got, yeah, he's got to get the got to get the car warmed up so it's just the right temperature inside. <laughs> and get the then he warmer. backs it up slowly. And as the helicopter's like from the point of view from like the helicopter, and it's like I know, like they could have killed him five times. Here in North Dakota, our trash service backs down the street, and that's what it was like oh. that the, they they were backing a trash truck down the street. And then he just backs up like four feet and then yeah. shoots a missile at it. Shoots the missile, which I mean, I guess they just have, I mean, they have to do it because they, because BMW paid them all this money to have this product placement. Yeah. But like, there's no point, I mean, to and have then, that. And this car gets cut in half. And then Mrs. Elder said, oh, Q's going to be pissed. And then, then, that's right. <laughs> four seconds after that, James well, apparently Bonds BMW was fix. also kind of, uh, they were like, you're going to do what? <laughs> You're gonna do what with the hump? <laughs> they were uh, hey. the, the execs were speechless. They said, "Yeah, but yeah, I mean, it's it, it, it's just so." Thankfully, Denise Richards doesn't say anything in that scene to make it much worse. Except she says, "Oh, okay, so yeah." When Robbie Coltrane falls in the caviar, right? Like that's just... I actually think that's her one good line delivery. Where she like, says, if "Only we had champagne or some sour cream." Or sour cream. It's better than most, though, I guess. But it's still not great. But at least she <laughs> seems like she's laughing instead of yeah. just like trying to say a line. But whatever. So, so we find but, out that um, his cousin is a son? Is it his son? It was a nephew. Nephew. Okay. Yeah. yeah his yeah. nephew, Nikolai. Nikolai Flag Day. <laughs> it's not her nephew. Oh, right. right. <laughs> He's like 
I know he's he's gonna like stop by with his nuclear sub to help out Renard take some stuff, you know. And, help uh, him move. Come on, buddy! I got pizza and beer in it for you. So, yeah, you know. it. And that's yeah. kind of what happens. They're like, "Here, have some refreshments." I know he does give him refreshments. My favorite part of that scene where he's like, "Where is it, Istanbul?" It's like, "Where is it, the United States?" Like <laughs> the entire country. Like, where? Can you give me a little? Can you be a little more specific? It's in Istanbul. Oh, all right. Well, that narrows it down. Well, it does, kind of. I guess it does. Yeah, but Istanbul. <laughs> Anyways, I mean, that doesn't matter because they do the. They do the thing later where they can figure it out. But yeah, I mean, it's funny and whatever. So yeah, we find out that, so not only is Robbie Coltrane, I don't know, kind of playing, like he was doing it for the money. That million dollar card game was just for, was just her literally giving him money, yeah. even though. Yeah, for the, for the sub. Right. right so. It gets kind of a, there's kind of a lot of stuff going on, and I'm yeah. sure we're missing a ton of uh, shit. Sure we are, because, because none like, of it doesn't seem to matter. Like, why didn't she just give him the money? Why did she have to play this? She didn't want to. She didn't want to come out in front of James Bond and let yes. him know that she was the mastermind. So I guess they didn't have Venmo back then. You could just right. So <laughs> this was the only way you could do it. <laughs> so, anyways, meanwhile, yeah, M M gets a clock. Yeah, that, that was another funny scene, too. We're going to skip ahead a little bit, I guess, because, yeah, I don't know. I don't remember what happened after Cause she that. Because she has the, the tracking device for the nuclear warhead. Yeah, I and guess they so didn't search her or anything. No, I guess not. He threw her in that cell. I mean, bad guys never do that. It's like, oh, she's just an old lady. She's, nah, yeah. <laughs> she could have had and a then, gun. She's a government agent. Yeah. And so she takes the battery out of the clock and hooks it onto the thing. And I said to Mrs. Elder, I was like, if that was me, I would have put. I would have charged, put too much power through it and blew it out, and it wouldn't have worked. <laughs> the funny I, thing um, about that is, so like, she's yeah, I was wondering how, to, like, how to do that. Yeah, and uh, well, she's she's old and wise, I guess, like you, like you, elder. Yeah. But she tries to use like a broom handle to bring the clock closer, and she knocks it over. So then they go in in the morning, and, and they for no reason, there's no reason for them to be in there. They pick up. She's like, "What time she's just, is it?" She's just going in there to gloat, and, and then yeah. Em's like, "Look at a crazy little monkey came running through the window and knocked everything over. And now right. I don't know what time it is." <laughs> I know, and they're stupid. They just put. They like literally give her the clock. Yeah, but she says, "Electra says it's time for you to die." Yeah, so yes. it's a good. But setup. there's no time to die. There's... Well, no, that won't be for another like right. twenty-one years or. Two years or yeah. 40 years at this point. At this point, right. Who yeah. knows when it'll be. Anyway, yeah. So M is able to, to get the location to MI6. I thought her and name they... was mm. Yeah. <laughs> mm, mm was able to get. Yeah. Uh, they pick it up at Robbie Coltrane's place. And then his little weird guy, Goldie, put your money where your mouth is. Guy leaves a bomb on this woman's oh, desk. Yeah. And then Bond yells bomb, but that woman at the desk, I don't feel had enough time to get away. Like that poor old lady that's just doing secretarial work is gone. Yeah. We actually think that Robbie Coltrane. knew what she was getting into. That's true. She was (laughs) knew what she signed up for. So she probably, I hope she got some, you know, good life insurance or something. Anyway, yeah, we think Robbie Coltrane is dead at that scene too. We see him on the ground with a bloody head. So that's usually movie for dead. But yeah. um, like just like the time you fell off the. Oh my god! I know I I could have been dead. Yeah. <laughs> about that. Anyway, yeah. So now they know where to go. They literally run right over there. Like there's no like 
It's not. Well, they get captured. They run out the door and then they. Oh, get that's captured. right. That's right. They yeah. get captured yeah. by the gold teeth guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's the next James Bond movie, Gold Teeth. <laughs> that guy's like some sort of DJ or something, or yeah, some sort of musical guy. DJ, hey, he's a knight. I think his name is, he, or whatever MBE is. If that's New Kids on the knight. Block, Goldie is knight. That's all I have to say. I don't know what that is. I don't know what an MBE is. Yeah, you mean he has like a business degree or something? Like, I don't know. That's MBA. All right. No, he's like a order of the British something or other. He was knighted. But huh. I don't, for certainly not for being in this movie. Maybe it was. <laughs> maybe he maybe he took over as Mister Traffic for David. Most Prowse, excellent was... order of the British Empire. Yeah, uh, member of the order of the British Empire. What is that? Is that can everybody be an MBE if you live in Britain? I'm confused. No, they have to award it to you, like you know, all of Monty Python are MBEs, and all the Beatles oh. are MBEs. And stuff. Huh. All right. Or actually, I think and this guy. Paul this guy, I think, brings it down a little bit. I have to say. I mean, I don't know who he is or what he's done. Well, geez, well, you can't say. Don't be judging them then. Well, I've never heard of him. Judging them then. Well, just that doesn't mean anything. I've heard of. He's the never. He's never heard of you. <laughs> he's probably not. He's probably not bad mouthing you. Bull is Goldie. Is his name Bull? His name's Bull in the movie. Gold, oh, yeah. I thought his name is Goldie. Okay, I'm. I i do not Goldie's his DJ name. All right. Who cares? I'm sorry, Goldie. Mayor Goldie Wilson. I mean, Goldie <laughs> Hawn. <laughs> I like the sound of that. All right. Well, good for him. I'm sorry. Congratulations, Goldie. <laughs> yeah. So, of course, I mean, I feel like this happens in a lot of James Bond movies where he is captured and brought to the bad guy's lair so that he can get for the climax. You know? And this so, is sort of where I felt the movie started to go. Like, after, after the scene here, this is where I'm sort of like, okay, the movie should be over now. Yeah, As he's dressed like a Roger Moore James Bond with his tan white, suit and yeah, a tan whatever suit, blue shirt and shirt that. and his brown loafers. Yeah, so she is captured, and Electra puts him in this chair thing where that will a like torture device. Yeah, this sort of shades of Casino Royale, except he doesn't get mm-hmm. hit in the balls. In the balls, yeah. yeah. This is like a a neck. Let's ball uh, play on this one. <laughs> Although she does sort of straddle him to get a little her, her, her. Uh-huh. Pierce is, does his famous pain acting. Oh, and pain acts like Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> I mean, he does give it to her. He does kind of stick it to her uh, figuratively. Oh, he, yeah, that's what you said. Just, you didn't mean anything. Because she's like, I can get a man to do anything I want. And he's like, you made nothing. You meant nothing. And it's, you know, it's that, I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's, it's long. I feel like the last 20 minutes movie took about 45 minutes, but so like. There's Robbie, down on this movie. Me and Claire are liking it. Kind of am. I'm sorry. So Robbie Coltrane. I knew it was going to be like this. And this guy just come in, shooting up the place. He comes in, she shoots him. Yeah. He's like, I'm looking for a friend of mine. He's got a submarine. deserves something downstairs and blah, 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 blah. And then she says something. He's dumb, helping me like, move says, today. Yeah, just, he just missed him or whatever. And he's just gone. Yeah, he's There's just gone. Real weird. That's, well, that's how British line. people. That's like a British people thing. For they left, right? I don't know. But she's not British. Oh yeah, she's whatever she is. I don't know. Is she French? She's supposed to be French. Ah. Why is she French and her dad is British? Well, her mom could be French. All right, that's what yeah. she keeps saying. Is it's her mom's people? Oh know? yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Her dad. Okay. Her dad's the the crusty white dude with the bad teeth 
And her mom was like, you know, she was exotic. Oh, yeah. I thought it was like Greek, though, right? Maybe you're right. I don't know. I don't know what he But you're right. The woman in in For Your Eyes Only. It was Greek. Oh, British Eyes Only. Anyways, she shoots Robbie Coltrane. So he finally is dead now. Oh, not quite. No, he's not dead yet. I'm not dead yet. (laughs) He has a cane gun, which I guess was in a Fleming book. And then he shoots the restraining thing on Bond's wrist so that he can escape. But she takes it as like he didn't like him. And yeah, he's trying he to kill to him. Shoot her. Yeah, he tried to shoot Bond. Yeah. It's actually kind of interesting, too, because as they say in Goldeneye, he was the one who gave him the limp. Yes. Right. So it's kind of interesting that that he. The cane gun kind of comes into play there. I, I like that. That was a nice little callback. But yeah, so he gets free, like when she goes to kiss him again. And, you know, he's they he gets the gun and, and whatever he's he's free she runs away and she keeps saying you can't shoot me she, she it's like playing yeah. tag when you're it a little like kid. playing tag i also thought it was sort of like in the first burton batman movie you know going up the stairs and the stuff yeah yeah i also said to mrs elder i was like if she had a mustache at this point she'd be twirling it you know <laughs> you know those european women they're not <laughs> anyways so that he gets up to the they're running up the stairs and all of a sudden M is like, Bond! Like, hey, hey. He goes in and shoots the lock off her cell and she's free, which, but like, has not like, okay, you know, whatever. I guess it was just so that, because when he, he sees her up there, she's about to call Renard. Who's on the sub, Robbie Coltrane's cousin who ate the pizza and drank the beer and they all died. Yeah. <laughs> it's true, they all died. They all died. Yeah. He's like yeah, the that's what happens when you help people move. Don't help yeah. people move. Don't help people move. It's just... They give you bad refreshments. Yeah. So, yeah, and he, she's like, you won't kill me. You, you won't kill me. You'll like, miss call me. Yeah. That's a good line. I don't know. It seems, even though it's a line that we would have used in one of our movies, he, he does, in fact, shoot her. Yeah. And he After says, she said, know. hey, start the shit up, dude. And he, bam, yeah. kills her. And I, I think that's a great thing it's great to see bond kill because that's his job yeah and yeah she was the bad guy the bad guy yeah pretty surprising just the blam blam like that and Uh, then so i guess the only reason we needed m to be rescued is such as she could come up and look on in horror at his his dead woman that 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 bond was touching yeah they touched her face it's a little weird and apparently <laughs> there was there was a scene that was originally in the movie that she wasn't dead and that she was hospitalized and oh. was going to make a recovery. But uh, poor audience, test audience reaction to it, they oh. cut it out. And good. good yeah, good for the audience. Yeah. Let's just get rid of this woman. She's nuts. Because there's like a part in the movie where Renard is looking at her, where he's at the submarine, he's about to board it and she's saying something like she's like it's not it's not the end it's the new beginning and the look he gives her i was like even the crazy guy thinks the bitch is nuts you know (laughs) (laughs) yeah because he's like no i meant i'm dying like this is the end for us because i will be dead soon yeah don't you get that (laughs) so it just made me laugh but that That was pretty that was a weird that was a very awkward weird scene i didn't like it no it's the beginning what is it the beginning of you're just gonna blow up like we're just gonna blow everything up with this nuclear bomb. You can have our pipeline. Yeah. 
She is kind of so, I, but I guess the idea is that she. I think you might have dated her, right? She seems like sort of the type of woman you would have dated back. I know, then. especially <laughs> back in the nineties, right? She looked familiar. So, anyways, yeah. So they get on the well. He. Yeah, here's where I'm like, the movie is just like, all right, we it should have ended just, with Electra getting shot, you know. So he jumps mm. onto the sub, very Indiana Jones esque. Like he has to climb on the sub that's going underwater. He yeah. just makes it in. Meanwhile, they have Denise Richards there, by the way. Although God knows what they were keeping her alive for. I guess just because this is what bad She's guys nu- do. Nuclear physicist. She might have been able to help out. Yeah. Okay. They're like, look, we're going to do. We're going to make our own version of scary movie. We need a bad actress in it. <laughs> like, look at you've got me doing it now. You're making me be mean to her, and I didn't want to be. Sorry. You brought the mean, and now I'm bringing the honest. Wow. All right. So yeah, he's on the sub. There's a lot of fighting and shooting. He's shooting the instruments. As Clay points out, there's a lot of submarine stuff going on in this that they kind of have to explain in a way. Like, okay, if I pull this lever, yeah, I, it'll I do was this. Sort of like, I have no idea. I have no idea what's going on. I have oh, no yeah. responsibility here. <laughs> all, all, all the way to the the steam and the torpedo at the none of that made a lick of sense. <laughs> no, you know, <laughs> no, and also when the thing goes straight down and crashes into the bottom. It didn't feel like it was going straight down to the bottom on the interior on the set where he, he looks like he's taking a nap on a hammock. And it doesn't, it, this last scene does not work. It just doesn't. There's too much going on. So, yeah, he has to swim out and get back in. And yeah. she has to press a button to let him back in or whatever. It's just, it's, yeah. it's too much. I just want to see some too punching much. and some fighting. And then the, he beats the guy. Running, and kicking, whatever. punching, and jumping. Bam. Right. This is a, this is, it was too much like back and forth and you know, whatever. And he, he ends up shoving the big gold pipe thing into the guy. And it's just, I don't know, it's just he didn't even have a cool line that, that was like plutonium or something, or, or actually, something about this U.S. censors didn't want to impale the guy. You still kind of have to make this movie again with the censors in, involved because there's nothing's ever too bloody or too gross in these movies. Yeah. Well, there's also the thing where where they're fighting here. That's the where I mentioned where he keeps going, ooh, ooh, as he's getting punched. I'm like, well, you wouldn't be right. feeling that. But then he's like, I'm a dead man. And then he's like, so so is Ele-. he's like, I'm already dead. And he's oh, like, so right. is Electra. But he says, he's like, so is Electra. And I was like, is he saying that like that because he's getting choked or for like an impact, you know, <laughs> dramatic impact? And he's like, you lie. And, you know, because he's like, oh, no. I loved the kind of thing and yeah. whatever. I don't know. Nuts, then, then James Bond falls over. <laughs> like it's it's weird. He just kind of falls into a corner. Yeah. And then they put a. And a, then he puts a thing over. He's like, oh well, good thing you fell because yeah, now I can walk you with he, it. <laughs> he puts up what do they use for like kids to go so they don't go down the stairs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then he and then like, she just opens it up afterwards so it wasn't as right difficult Not he, he could have just got out of there but probably could have just takes... walked into the next room and come out the other door or something i don't know that's how subs work right <laughs> seems like it yeah <laughs> just swim in and out of them i don't know but yeah so like they whatever they save the they are themselves out of the torpedo thing which is the second right. time james bond's done that he did that in you only live twice as well oh, it's 
Yes, they recycle uh, jokes. Yeah, it's like, like us. And uh, then he goes to celebrate uh, Christmas. Christmas in Turkey. Yeah. Which and I then, always like a Thanksgiving turkey myself. But Yeah, you know, I, I like that fireworks are a big part of celebrating Christmas in Turkey. Well, I think it's, isn't it, aren't, isn't it actually like New Year's Maybe, that they're celebrating? Yeah. But he makes know. the joke I always wanted to celebrate. But I don't know. Maybe it, it would have been better if it was if it was a Christmas ham. Isn't that kind of a thing? People people eat ham on Christmas. But they're <laughs> not in the they're not but they're not in the the, the country. Not in Hamburg. Not in oh, Hamburg, yeah. Germany. That they would have been. Yeah, they would have been eating hamburgers. So. That would have been a good one. Yeah. Or for name they're... was hamburger. <laughs> acting was Hammy. That's Christmas sure. hamburger. The hamburger Christmas movie and just make all the weirdest names ever. <laughs> it's basically what Austin Powers was. It was yeah. just, but anyway, yeah, so like we said, the whole thing, the whole reason for this character was to, to, to have so a line have sex, yeah. and then he can say, I thought Christmas only comes once a year. Yeah, and it's like, oh. and then, Of course, that's uh, the callback like to old Roger Moore movies where they're like, oh, James Bond's around here somewhere. We've got our satellite. We can focus in on him. There's his car, and there's the body heat signature, and he's turning red, and he's, oh, my God. That means there's a leg. There's a leg there. It looks oh, really you. funny before they show the movements because it looks yeah. like it's a big like blob that you would draw with your yeah in Photoshop like or a, something. A fat, with like a fat magic marker. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he looks kind of fat. It's like, boy, 007 has a big ass, doesn't he? <laughs> it's getting redder. <laughs> He's got a big fat red ass. Look at that. You know it gives me the red ass. Much like the league at the end of every bounding through Bond, James Bond will return and the league will mm. return. Yeah, the league will return. Uh, well, and yeah, well, John Cleese like closes the laptop and does. I mean, even if you think that John Cleese isn't really. Awesome. Uh, he's still awesome. He's no, I, 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 and, I think and walking he, away. You know what I mean? He's more Q-like than he was in this one. This one yeah, is real yeah. bumpy and weird. But in the next one, he's essentially just doing Desmond Llewellyn's part. Right. But also, Desmond Llewellyn is not at this part. Q is not here. He right. must have been out fishing. He went down his little Probably hole in the novelization. They were like, now that since Q's boat was fixed, he was out on the Thames fishing. R was uh, minding the fort. You know? Huh. He doesn't need all that stuff to go fishing. No, who needs who needs rockets to go fishing? <laughs> fish trying to catch, you know. Yeah. Also, in that scene at the beginning, where the boat does the the spitty flip, you can see the stuntman's wearing like a helmet. Oh, yeah. hey, good to know I they're being safe. Pierce did do a lot of he driving lot. himself yeah. for the. Uh... Yes, he did do that. That's he good. trained for two weeks on a lake. Yeah. Huh. Garbage. I don't mean the. I mean the, the band. I think it's a different yeah. song at the end. Oh, it's correct yeah, me if right. I'm wrong. No, they play the James Bond theme, but it's like a weird mix. It's like it's probably like the Goldie remix. Yeah, probably. maybe it was. Maybe they had Goldie do a little take a spin at that. Love it. Well, I was probably Goldie. at a rave the weekend this came out and did not go to see James Bond movies at this period of time in my life. I probably went and saw it the night it came out. This is the one probably this is the only of the Pierce Brosnan ones I did. I did not see this one in the theater and I think I regret it. I do regret it because I wanted to have a nice consistency thing but the the crazy person I was dating at the time yeah yeah not Denise no not Denise Richards 
Sophie Marceau, but although she probably she fancies herself an actress, so maybe she was a little bit more. She was in uh, Braveheart. She wasn't. Sophie Marceau was in Braveheart. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Anyway, uh, Richards was too, just but off camera. Oh. You can't really see her. No, it's yeah. Anyways, I don't think she would have approved. So I didn't. I never. Didn't I think never she would approve. She was. A, she wasn't a Bond fan. I suppose I could have said, "Hey, I'd like to go see this." And I think I probably did, you know, but it never. You could have seen it without her. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Could have started with. Oh, uh, I was totally. I was. I was. I was. I was whipped. I couldn't have. There was no getting away from that woman. Anytime I like did something with a friend, she like cried. But, all right, I'm getting a little too much. <laughs> <laughs> revealing a lot here on the podcast now. But, uh, I love it. A special, very special episode where I share our feelings after the review of James <laughs> Bond. This is 1999, but I mean, so let's, it was a long time ago. We all made our mistake. So we all have stories. Yeah, we all have stories. But I did rent it for myself and watched it by myself. And then so, she cried again when she found um, out. As I, I wondered, though, I remember watching it on video and thinking, I wonder if this would have been better in the theater. Like it probably would have been. I think I would have enjoyed it more if I sat in a movie theater, you know, like was able to really get into it. Well, I'll tell you what. I saw it with Mrs. Elder and No, because you hated it. Oh, guitar boy. But yeah, you said you didn't like it back then. And now you didn't like it back then. But yeah, I actually enjoyed it quite a bit this time around. I I mean, I have seen it since I saw it in the theater. I think Mm -hmm. I saw it in the theater a second time. Liked it better. Still didn't love it. And I know that I've watched it since I've lived here in the past 10 years, but I was just watching commentary tracks in the background as I was working. Mm. So, but uh, this was the first time I sat not commentary down. track, I thought. For, from the I, I There's another the, one on here. The other one with, uh, with Peter Lamont and David Arnold. And then we had were, I had the time, it, I would have watched uh, that Armstrong. one too. Yeah. It's weird because it's three different specialties doing their commentary. So they kind of keep talking over each other about what they do. And it's kind of a disjointed but still interesting kind of commentary. And also R.I.P. Peter Lamont, the designer. Sorry to hear it. Sorry to hear it. It's also a recent passing. Jeez. R.I.P. Michael. All these these Bond people have been with them forever. So, I mean – Oh, I, I also, this has nothing to do with this movie, but Yafet Kodo died today. Oh, I didn't know that. What's, he was in, no, he, he, was in he was in a James Bond movie. He was, he was okay. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah, okay. First one. Yeah, More one okay. out for him. Yeah. I got another beer here. Don't worry. One out for him. Yeah. Out. I don't know who yeah. that is. It's but... Kodo. I mean, he was. Geez. He's in everything. He's in a lot of things. Yeah, especially in the mm. 80s. He was a large black man. Was he, he looked, in any of the Law and Orders? It seems like that would have been a show. I don't know. I'm not sure. Homicide. Yeah, uh, one of those types of cop shows. I think he he, 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 he played a cop a lot. Midnight My Run. first real exposure to him outside of James Bond was Midnight Run. Midnight Run, of course. I'm mostly classic. I'm mostly yeah. My brother. <laughs> that's what my brother and I were texting. Earlier, my brother yeah. said, "Oh, I mean, well, so he was eighty-one. So, I mean, not. I mean, that's a good run. I'm not alien. Can't say. Oh, he went too soon. Yeah, yeah. I forgot he was an alien. Alien. Yeah, and he was in the Running Man. He was like Schwarzenegger's friend. I don't even remember that. Yeah, he was in a lot of stuff. In a lot of stuff. So, yeah, pour one out, Yafet Koto. Yeah. Anyways, so mostly. Yep. All right. Final thoughts. Darrison, you go first to get the. 
negativity well okay uh, here's you said you enjoyed it and I, I mean i can't say i didn't enjoy it but as a movie it's it's not too good you know what i mean like it's 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 got many many flaws as we just pointed out i think like even more than i even realized i think like all these sort of things that just dangle obviously denise richards like i said takes me out of it I denise can't. richards was dangling well, she's she's she is like dressed in such a way as to you know entice you. She's always wearing like a tank top or like that. I, know, I, I like when she's getting the wet t-shirt thing. Yeah, I was like, I was like, oh, she's got to have pasties on. There's no way they would, but she didn't. No, no, they went. Yeah, no. but uh, I don't know. It's but I did. I get like I wouldn't go out and like I got to see this movie but i mean if it's on tv i might sit and watch it it's it's i think uh, james bond movie. i think if you just watch the first 15 minutes of of james of this movie that's all you really need to watch it's the best part but it is if you yeah. want to keep watching you might get something out of it too i also think because there are probably movies that i say i like from my childhood that are that are maybe worse than this movie you know, structurally and, and just like, like we said, the action scenes are kind of bad and stuff. But like, because I was an adult at this point when I saw it, I was just like, meh. You know what I mean? Like there's a nostalgia thing that does factor in. Yes. Well, also, this is also the time of like John Woo action movies yeah. and John McTiernan, because Pierce had just come off a movie with John McTiernan, the uh, remake of the Thomas Crown Affair. And action was ramped up. Not that Thomas Crown Affair was an action movie, but like, and I feel that this movie's action sequences are very bland. But yeah. I'll let I you mean, finish not, your stuff, and then I'll say my. Well, I'll just say, I mean, like you said, I, I mean, it's not that I didn't enjoy it on some level, but every there are parts that literally make me cringe. I'm just like, oof, Bond pizza. It, but it's yeah, I mean, it's fine. It's a Bond movie. It's not my. It's not even my favorite Bond movie by leaps and bounds but i don't know i'm just i, I will let me put it this way so denise richards won a razzie which is the sort of the oscars for bad movies you know she won the best she won worst supporting actress and yeah, she we won well deserved two of those for best worst movie and uh best worst screenplay remember well but anyway but i mean it, it's hard to at some point it's never really hard to watch okay i, I won't say that but it's there are parts that are cringeworthy, but eh, overall, whatever. I mean, I wouldn't give it anything. I would give it like a C, I suppose. Okay. But yeah, can't. I, yeah, that's it. That's all I got to say. It's not my favorite, but it's not the worst one either. It's no Moonraker. I mean, Moonraker stinks. Have you seen Moonraker lately? You might like it more than not you lately. remember. Not lately. Okay. Oh, but maybe. All right. Here's what I'll say about the movie. As I said, I ate it when I first saw it. Saw it in 1999 and i enjoyed it quite a bit more this time around i think this is the best performance from pierce brosnan as bond it's the best he looks in all the bond movies i wish pierce would just give me a hug and embrace me <laughs> this is beautiful pierce wow. brosnan arms piercing it's oh, his piercing. best good one, good one. <laughs> he's got those piercing eyes He's got that. He's got that pain acting down. I don't know. I just liked it a whole lot better. Sophie Marceau, lovely lady. Mm. Robert Carlyle, Robbie Coltrane, all star cast. You know. I don't know what else to say. It is not my favorite 
of the bras and bonds, but it has moved up a few notches. It's got a fantastic score by David Arnold, who I wish they would bring back to do the music again. And uh, that's it. No more. That's all I have to say about it. Mm. I liked it. I liked it, despite your Denise Richards acting. I'm just going to leave it at that. Okay. Very well. Uh, What do you say, Clay? Yeah, like I said at the top of the show, top of the show. Top of the stack. No, I just, I I really enjoyed this movie as just a a fun 1999 action movie as a fan of, of the genre. And I something like, I don't know, I just don't, something like somebody's Denise Richards bad acting doesn't, that can't ruin a whole thing for me. So, I, I, like, it doesn't, didn't even, it didn't even cross my mind. I, I was just along for the ride and the, and the G.I. Joe-ness of it all, the action and the fun action figures. I imagine all the toys wonder if they tried to sell like a pipeline to people or something but i was James just like Bond never puts out figures yeah, they yeah. Never have toys. it's but just was, like Heine. yeah that's it I, I just thought it was just super fun super actiony and like a lot of a lot of gadgety stuff that i like to we get some boat fights that are might as well be a train fight as far as i'm concerned and the skiing i remember ski i was that's a big tough. skier in the 90s and it was oh. the coolest thing was yeah go hella skiing and Colorado that you jump out of a helicopter and that's how you start. Like so, they, they just you know James well, Bond always kind of like when we used to go sledding. Yeah, <laughs> <In North Dakota. laughs> out of a helicopter. <laughs> but uh, one other thing I want to say is just I like this movie. I think more than I liked Tomorrow Never Dies, and I think that I definitely see the the predecessor of of Daniel Craig in this Pierce Brosnan Bond. He's like, it's pretty bad. He's pretty badass in this movie. And and I can see Daniel Craig taking over for this version of Bond, if that makes any sense. Yeah, I feel like in this, this one, he's sort of a cross between Roger Moore and Timothy Dalton, his portrayal of Bond. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like it's it's pretty much like by the numbers Bond here. It's not, he's not bringing a lot. All right, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to Clay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but that's that's Bond, right? He's got his he's got his thing that he does. I like the all the tie stuff. I like that he said Bond James Bond twice in the movie. I thought that was funny. Uh, okay. so what do you give it for a rating, Clay? I forgot to rate it. Uh, I'm going to give it a B plus. I'm going to give it a B plus okay. as well. Oh, right. Wow. Okay. Okay. I mean, you guys are bringing the bringing the positivity. I'm bringing what the mean, it, I guess. I don't remember what I gave the last movie. Did I give it an A minus? I don't remember either. I still yeah. like Tomorrow Never Dies better, but uh, I do. I, I do too. I, let me put it this way too. I don't want to be so super negative, but let, let me say, as far as maybe I'm looking at it through the lens of like 2021, where we see like better action on like a tv show and i don't mean mean like a netflix tv show i just mean like a regular primetime cop show like you were like we were talking you know what i mean like maybe by 1999 standards as clay was saying like action standards and i think this was fine this was right up there but i feel like we've seen a lot since and and things are better there's you can do more with cgi they do a lot of those long shot action sequences and stuff where it's one continuous shot things like that we've seen so much cool stuff that you think, that you think that's the director what's his name apted michael uh, apted. 
Michael Apt did. I think that it's just guy. yeah. I think it was yeah. just his general inexperience with action movies. They they had gotten I mean, him because they wanted the characters to be directed better, which right. in your mind, I obviously guess, they failed. No, he never, it's fine except for Denise Richards. Well, he, he never directed with multi camera, even just for coverage for two dialogue, two people talking. He was like, oh, I've never really done this before. And that's not like a new technique. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, maybe we shot it just wasn't the right we, choice. Directly. But I thought I mean, that I he did. He's a great director, but maybe not for this movie. You know? Yeah, I think that he did a good job. <laughs> I mean, right. I, I see you guys' points about the action scenes, but sometimes you guys say stuff and I just like, it wasn't anything. I didn't even notice that. Like I was watching it, I didn't notice that Denise Richards was bad, and I didn't notice that the action scenes were like a little weird. I noticed they were a little, the camera was a little bit too far away. That was that if I was going to critique the cinematography, I'd say, well, the action should be like a little bit tighter. I, I do see that, like it could have been tighter, could have been the shots could have been a little bit more interesting, more like what we're used to. Like you're saying, like with Mission Impossible movies, like. It's just, right. it's like Jack Kirby, uh, you know, like it, you can feel the energy in the shots and the way they're set up. But, you know, in all, I just, I, I thought this was more interesting and more fun than Tomorrow Never Dies. Okay. No, that's great. I'm glad. I appreciate your, I just, you know, we all have our feelings. Yours is wrong, but I appreciate it. <laughs> no, I'm kidding, but well, I don't know. Uh, well, because yeah. you're not. You're kidding. <laughs> which i'm not no i mean i'm not i am kidding i i do i'm i'm actually envious i wish i could just watch a movie without thinking about like you, these things but. yeah you think of a lot of different stuff from your maybe your education or how you think about yeah. film and movies that you bring to it that i kind of don't i'm like a big dummy yeah. like keep you know we make movies for that's why that we i, don't, I shouldn't say we i don't make movies. <laughs> But they make movies for people to not notice those things. They don't make movies for me, you know, because I'm just going to rip it, rip it apart most of the time. So it's great. It's great that you can enjoy it. So I look forward to the next one. I think I'll enjoy that one a little more. But I don't know. I haven't seen it in a long time. So maybe. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I have. Mixed I heard that this them. last one was going to be probably even probably my least favorite. I don't think that this is going to be. Uh stellar one for me but you know what who knows yeah i do feel that you will probably not like it as much clay i guess if you didn't like tomorrow never dies yeah you might not this one might not i I don't say i didn't like tomorrow never dies i just thought that if i were to rank the the past three tomorrow never dies would happen to be in the third spot so we'll see where where they all end up on the ranking that's that's true okay i think that's where we're good there does anybody have any Final things you want to hype or mention or what, what you're working on? Nah. Okay, Clay, what do you got in the pipeline <laughs> here? <laughs> I think this is great.com or my substack, clayinferno.substack.com, where you can hear my podcast a day early if you're a subscriber. So check it out. Thanks. Be a subscriber. Subscribe over there. That's what Substack is all about. I have robinhoodcomicbook.com is still up and running i put a bunch of stuff up on my on the sherwood comics ebay page and if you buy something from there you get a free robin hood comic book thrown in so That's check it out nice yeah, sherwood comics if you do a search for like you know sellers you can find that 
So there you go. I like it. And you can check us out, leaguepodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts and at League Podcast on the Twitter and any and all those all those social media things. We're always just and Instagram and Facebook at League Podcast. Just find us and like us and stuff. Please like us. Like us, for God's sake, please. Come on. We need people to like us. I know. We need validation. We're doing this for twelve years for Christ's sakes. Um, for or 13. It depends on you know what narrative you choose to believe. Um, Print the me and Darson have been doing it for 13. Clay's the new guy for 12. Clay's Thanks the new guy. for having yeah. me. And on three episodes. Just kidding. All right. That's all we got. Thanks for listening, everybody. And we'll check you out later. The league will return. Now, pay attention, 007. I've always tried to teach you two things. First, never let them see you bleed. And the second? Always have an escape plan.